you aren't broken and you don't need fixing. You aren't broken and you don't need fixing. You need to find yourself, forgive yourself and love yourself. And understand that no one is perfect. Not a single person walking this planet is perfect. It does not exist. So embrace the fact that you have flaws and love the things that make you unique. Love the things that make you unique. Welcome to the Prime Life Project Podcast, a place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to an episode of the Prime Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today I want to talk about body image. I want to talk about body image because we're coming into the warmer months. Uh, everyone's starting to talk about summer bodies and all that sort of stuff, and I feel like when this time of year comes around, if you're struggling with body image, it can be a pretty traumatic time for you. So I wanted to really sort of delve into this today uh, and basically go over a workshop that I shared with my clients uh, a bit of a while ago. And it's probably something I should have spoken about on the podcast before, but I feel like now is a good time to talk about it. And it's also a good time to talk about this as for the first time since I stopped modeling, I'm actually in the process of getting myself back into um, what I class as good shape. Now, again, I've never been out of shape. So again, I'm taking this with a pinch of salt. However, uh, since my modeling days and when I had such bad, poor body image of myself which is again funny because I was there six pack shredded on the front cover of magazines but actually my body image was at its worst and I was its most self-critical I'm basically doing it now this time to prove that I'm in a good headspace around it and my body image and again I'm currently 13 weeks in I'm feeling absolutely amazing uh, and it's really shown me that I have improved my relationship with myself and my body so I'm also uh, at a position where I could talk about it from ex- having experienced bad body image myself versus where I'm at now where I'm currently getting myself into a good place whilst also still maintaining a good positive body image. So that's what I want to talk about today. But for me, we've kind of got to understand like why is it so hard to actually like your body? Because it is. I don't think you'll see many people in life that genuinely do like their body. And again, it's a, it's a shame, but I want to sort of delve into today like why? Because we talk about improving your body image, but we first need to kind of go back to, well, why don't you like your body? Why is your body image so poor? Because we've kind of got to look at the cause before we can go to the effect. And that's what we want to talk about. But if you don't like your body, then you're not alone because there's been an international study that showed 56% of women and 43% of men are dissatisfied with their overall appearance. So why is it so hard to like your body? Well, your concept of your body is made up of different parts. So you've got a concept of your body, like how you see your body, but it's made up of three different things. And the first one is like the visual image from your eyes. So you've got your body, you look at yourself in the mirror and you visually see your body looking back at you or your representation of that. You're seeing this reflection in the mirror and then you're interpreting that in your mind to how you look. You've then also got the feeling of your body without sight. That's called proprioception. And what do I mean by that? So if you closed your eyes, you've got the feeling of your body on your clothes. So again, for example, if you've got some love handles, which again was a big thing for me, and again, if I wore boxer shorts that were too tight, you get a little bit of overhang, you feel a bit uncomfortable, or your pair of jeans, and you sort of feel your body, that right there is proprioception. So that is also makes up your body. So you've got the visual part of your body, that makes up your body, then also got how it actually feels in clothes. So we don't really think about that. There's two different parts of makeup. And the third one is basically the brain, basically the map of how basically it selects um, and commands the arrangements of like, it's called a, uh, some some topic some topic arrangement it's basically how the brain sort of configures everything together and like its place with the body so we've got this individualistic view which is basically all those three things there so that's completely individualistic how your brain works and how it functions when we're talking about body and all that sort of stuff we've got the proprioception meaning how your body feels in your clothes and also then visually how you see yourself so we've got that but then we've also got this with the collective view so this collective collective view is basically how you 
think you should exist based on social groups and external factors. So now we're taking this away from ourselves. And this thing can cause something called self-objectification, where you compare your body to a collective other based on the bodies that you see around you. And again, we've got this whole narrative of today's society about how important it is on how you look. How you look is the most important thing. It's more important than your morals, your values, or how nice you are as a person. And we see this in things like Love Island. We're so caught up on how the people look. It's their physical appearance. Even though, when you actually look at it, most of them are horrific humans. They've got no morals, they've got no values, they've got no substance. Now again, let's use me as an example. Back in the day when I was really struggling uh, mentally, I'd be going on loads of dates. And all I would talk about on these dates would be myself. And I'd be talking about the gym, I'd be talking about my body, and I'd be talking about modelling. That was pretty much it. So yes, physically, I looked very attractive, I had six-pack and blah, blah. But actually, if you looked at it, my morals and values are very, very poor. Now, deep down inside, I had good morals and values. But again, I'd kind of um, tried to fit in with society's expectation of me to fit in with other people. That's a whole other podcast. So my sort of morals and values were warped slightly. And then I had no substance. I wasn't necessarily a nice person. I was using women to get satisfaction for me. That was fundamentally all it was. I was very, very ego-driven. I just wanted validation. There was no real substance to me. But how I look to society, oh yeah, oh fantastic. But actually, that doesn't mean anything. It's now time to kind of take a look at this and realize actually today's society standards of how you look being the most important thing is so, so warped and so, so wrong. Yet we're constantly bombarded with it when it comes to women's health, men's health, heat magazine, advertising. Now again, we've got a few companies, we're going to talk about this in a second, a few companies where again, they're pushing this body positivity. Got nothing wrong with that at all. We'll talk about that in a second. You've got things like your Love Island, you've got your Tinders, all of this stuff. It's all visual. In movies, we're seeing all these people, again, and constantly you're comparing yourself, whether you like it or not. Singers, actresses, people on TV, sports presenters, whatever it is, it's constantly being bombarded. Advertisements in the newspapers, magazines, whatever it is. And they're all trying to push that you have to look this certain way to be attractive to the opposite sex. Now, here's something crazy. When I was at my most lean and six-pack shredded, which is what quote-unquote society tells you women find attractive, that is when women found me least sexually attractive because my body was too hard. I wasn't comfortable to lean on, cuddle up against. They didn't like it. And actually, the more I got myself into the more uh, rugby uh, player type physique, I was a little bit softer, which isn't what society pushes, by the way. That's not what's on the front cover of Men's Health magazine. That's not what's seen when it comes to how Superman looks and Batman looks and all these Avengers. That is actually when people found me more attractive and more relatable to me and wanted to spend time with me in that close proximity, which is fundamentally what I wanted. I want that close connection with people. I want that intimacy. But society's telling us you've got to look this way because that's what the opposite sex wants. Well, actually, I'm telling you, that's not really the case. And again, as a male, I'm telling you that you look at some of these women on Women's Health magazine, and again, I've dated fitness models. I didn't, for me, it wasn't a thing. I didn't enjoy it. It's not normal, quote unquote normal. And this is the thing, so many people are walking around completely normal. There is nothing wrong with them at all, yet they're telling themselves they are not good enough and the opposite sex will not find them attractive and they are not good enough, and they're not good enough as a human being, fundamentally because their body does not match this unrealistic expectation. And let's not talk about the fact of when I was six-pack shredder, I was eating seven meals a day, going to the gym every single day. I had absolutely no life. People don't see these things. 
it's not realistic. So you've got to then ask yourself, who is pushing the narrative? Who is pushing the narrative? Why do they get to decide what this perfect idea of beauty actually is? Why do they get to decide that? Because I don't think that they should. It should be on a completely individual basis. Some people like curves. Some people don't like curves. Some women like big arms. Some women don't like big arms. Some, people, some women like people to go to the gym. Some women don't like people to go to the gym. Why are we trying to conform? Why are we trying to force ourselves to do things and live up to expectation that makes us unhappy, that makes us miserable, that makes us feel less than, constantly saying, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. If you want to go to the gym, go to the gym. I love going to the gym, but I'm not doing it to impress anybody else. I'm not doing this little mini cut now for myself, for anybody else other than me to prove to myself that I have this good body image I claim to have, that I am comfortable with myself as I claim to have. Do what makes you happy. Don't allow these people to push this narrative onto you. Because what if, here's a question to pose to you, what if imperfection doesn't exist? What if imperfection doesn't exist and it's only what the media tells us is imperfect? How about that? What if it doesn't exist? Would you find yourself unattractive still? If someone wasn't constantly telling you that you aren't good enough, either internally or externally. So internally, that's that voice inside your head. That could be from an ex-partner that knew full well that you didn't necessarily like your body. So you always just made these little slight comments, these little digs, and you keep replaying it in your head over and over again. So he bullied you once or twice, you're now replaying it constantly. That's internal. Or you've got the external, where you're literally visually seeing things that's basically saying to you, you're not good enough if you don't like this. You can't have this man if you don't look like this. You can't be a successful businesswoman if you don't do all these things. You can't be a good woman, all this stuff. If none of that existed, would you still find yourself unattractive? If there wasn't such things as influencer culture, TikTok, Instagram, the Hollywood, what if there was none of this stuff? What if there's no advertising? How would you feel? How would you genuinely feel if none of that existed? If there's no outside influence, how would you actually feel about yourself? Because I can guarantee you that some days you wake up and you feel great. You're in a flow state, you're feeling absolutely amazing. And then maybe you'll see something on TV or someone will make a comment to you and that's it. You stuck down that negative thought pattern and you now think your body looks crap. Even though you woke up and you're in a really good headspace. Or oh, how about this? How many times have you done this? Where you woke up and you're feeling amazing. Let's say you are on a diet. Let's say you are being like, yeah, do you know what? I want to just drop a couple of pounds. Again, nothing wrong with that at all. You're feeling amazing, your clothes are feeling looser, and then you step on the scales, and the scales are the same. So you woke up in a really good headspace, you're feeling leaner, your clothes are fitting looser, you step on the scales, and just because that number hasn't gone down, you now think that you've gained fat. Just because of the number on the scale, which by the way, you don't understand. That's way past the, the premise of this episode, but you don't understand what the number on that scales means. You haven't got a clue. This is basically the second workshop I share with my clients is understanding that number on the scales because you think that is your self-worth. You think that's how much body fat you have. That's not it at all. And you can turn around to me and say, yeah, but my scales tell me how much body fat I've got. You've got 10 pound Primark scales. The body fat thing on them is not accurate. When you go to the gyms, again, if you do go to your pure gyms or your David Lloyd's and you go to their actual machines, they cost about 10 grand. Now, if you're going off that, again, slightly more accurate, but there's a lot of things go into that, like how much water you've consumed and all that sort of stuff. But if you're just basing it off your normal crappy scales and you're putting your self-worth on the number of body fat, you don't know what it means. You've got no reference, you don't know what it means to so let it go. But my point is, again, I'm digressing, keep myself back on track. If none of that existed, scales didn't exist, there was no such thing as social media, no such thing to influence you externally, 
how would you actually feel about yourself and your body? Because studies have shown, this is interesting, I want you to pay attention to this. Studies have shown that when you show men and women advertising with models versus just normal household items, that they felt less body satisfaction. Now, let me just reframe this again to make it make more sense. So you've got advertising where they've got models. So just models in the advert, okay? So let's say you've got like washing detergent. So they're doing this washing detergent advert. So rather than just having this household item, this washing detergent, you've actually got a model in there, a very attractive, good-looking model with the detergent, okay? So when there's the two together, the model and the household item, they felt less body satisfaction. They felt that they were ugly and they felt that they were fat. Because this is called visual adaptation. And this is why you struggle and why, as I said, the stats at the start, why so many people struggle with body image. Because the more you see or hear something, your sensitivity and perception to it changes. Or our exposure to the perfectly engineered faces and bodies tunes our mind to see that as normal and us as the outliers, especially with social media with all the filters. Because you women know full well these pictures that you're looking at are edited. You know that they're filtered. Yet you still let that voice inside your head convince you that, that person is somehow better looking than you, even though you know they don't look like that without makeup on because you've seen them. Yet your best friend's there with all the filters completely done up. You're sat there just having woken up. You see that photo and then you think that you're somehow ugly. Knowing full well that that's filtered and that is not reality. And you know the same thing happens in Hollywood. You know the same thing happens in advertisements. You know the same thing happens on TikTok, Instagram, all of these things. Yet you still allow it to happen. And this is called visual adaptation. You see all of this engineered, constructed stuff thrown down your face constantly, and then you think that you are less than. You think that that is normal and that you're an outlier when it's the other way around. You are completely normal. They are the outliers. And 2017 studies showed participants low body fat bodies and then average bodies. So low fat first and then average bodies. And nearly all of the participants described the average images as larger than they were. Just think about that. So I showed them all of these lean bodies, low fat bodies, and then afterwards, normal bodies, and they thought that the normal bodies were larger than they were. Purely because of that visual adaptation. This is how it works. Understand it's all a game. But let's go back to basics. So fundamentally, as human beings, we need to fit in. We need to fit into social constructs. And if we don't, we wouldn't be able to survive or have sex. Let's just take it back to the basic level. We're here to have sex, whether you like it or not. I don't care if you're gay or you're straight. Fundamentally, as human beings, we're here to reproduce because if we don't reproduce, the human species gets wiped out. That is what we're here to do, okay? Fundamentally, cool. Now, if we didn't do this and we basically were just loners by ourselves, we wouldn't fit in and we would die. So we want to be in groups. That's what we like, we're social creatures and we'll do anything to fit in. And it leads us to building strong social mechanisms to fit in, which is why it's hard to stop drinking, because you want to fit in, you want to be liked. And this is why we're so sensitive to feedback from other people. So when we hear feedback from other people about how other people look, oh, look at their love handles, oh, look at this, oh, look at them, oh, they've like they've got a bit fat. How many times do you hear that within your social group? And then you think to yourself, oh my God, like if I gain a bit of fat, oh my God, if I start to do this, then they're not going to accept me. And we do this all the time not realizing it. But everything that we're told about beauty is a lie. We've been led down a path that isn't joyous and fun at all. We've lost the ability to show gratitude for what our body actually does for us. I've got an amazing quote here from um, Tyron Brumfit that says, your body isn't an ornament. It's a vehicle to your dreams. Your body can do some amazing, incredible things, especially if you're a woman and especially if you have had kids. 
your body is never going to be the same as it was before you had kids but understand your body has allowed you to produce a human being how incredible is that that is crazy start to show some gratitude for what your body actually does it's not an ornament it's not meant to be a delicate thing that doesn't get used no your body's meant to be used it allows you to actually achieve your dreams your goals so my views on body image and fat loss are as follows you are absolutely perfect as you are right now however you want to be whether you are morbidly obese whatever it is you are perfect as a human being as a soul as a person as a spiritual being no matter what your physical body looks like you as a spiritual being are perfect but you are allowed to want to better yourself physically emotionally financially mentally whatever you want to call it you are allowed to want to better yourself so the analogy that i use with this is a house analogy so i want you to, to, to visualize this for me the analogy i use for this is you have got this house your house your body is a house okay so it's a bit derelict it's been run down you've not looked after it for a while okay so structurally your house is perfect okay but there's holes in the ceiling there's no heating and the wallpaper is coming off the walls you still love the house okay you still love your body you still love you but you love it enough to get it back to looking its best and being comfortable to live in see the difference you love yourself enough that you actually want to be fit healthy and comfortable not saying you've got to be six pack shredded or a size six but if you're morbidly obese and you know that you've got about three stone to lose to be healthy longevity to again walk your kids down the aisle to be a good grandparent to play with your grandkids whatever this thing is you're not doing it out of hatred for yourself you're doing it because you actually love yourself that much that you want to bring this house that you once loved back into good condition so you need to fix your house up to your standards not my standards so i just use here like oh you've got three stone to lose it's not up to me how much you've got to lose it's your standards not what society tells you you can use whatever wallpaper that you like to make it comfortable for you to live in not society such a key thing do it for you because you want to do it to be fitter to be healthier to have a longer life have to have a better quality of life the clients of mine that have lost 70 80 90 100 120 pounds the common thing they all say is that actually they were a prisoner of their own body and actually now they're starting to live they didn't realize what their body could do because they didn't allow themselves to try so don't get yourself caught up you're not doing this for anyone else you're not putting unrealistic expectations on yourself you're doing this for you so here's a few bits of advice on how to actually improve your body image number one unfollow celebrities and influencers on your social media account they do not care about you they do not know you exist and i can categorically promise you they bring no value to your life now don't get me wrong there's a lot of celebrities now and influencers they're starting to be a bit more open and honest about their struggles with body image and all that sort of stuff i've got no problem with you following those accounts but you know full well the accounts that trigger you the accounts that bother you stop following them just completely unfollow them there is no need for you to be looking at them it serves no purpose to you stop being nosy your life their life doesn't bother you just leave it okay and start to be around people that actually love and accept you for you again get that sense of tribe and belonging maybe you're intimidated by going to the gym i categorically promise you that if you are a mum and again you just had kids and you're feeling uh, again really bad body image you're feeling really uncomfortable unsure Go and join some sort of baby class. Like, uh, I don't know how this works, but again, maybe uh, a new mummy's exercise class or whatever it is, tumble toss, whatever it is. And go and talk to mums that are in the same position as you. In the exact same position as you. And you can, again, create that good support network around you so that you're not alone. 
go and spend around uh, time around people that actually genuinely do accept you for you. Your good friends, you know the friends. Not the ones that gossip about how people look. The genuine people that genuinely want, they hear you. They hear what you have to say. They value what you've got to say. Number three, understand you don't need validation for others to feel good. To feel good. We create our feelings. You can love yourself right now. It's a mindset shift. Remember, your thoughts lead to your feelings. If you want to feel good, you can't get that externally. It's short-lived. You've got to turn inwards. Create that feeling for yourself right now. If you want to feel good, then feel good. Learn to meditate. Learn to be more mindful. Learn to be more present in the moment. Don't wait for things, e.g. I'm going to feel great when I hit a certain weight or a certain clothing size. That's not how this works. You've got to appreciate the journey. And this is what it's all about. Love your body through the journey. So I'm telling you right now, if you're waiting for uh, to hit a certain weight or a certain clothing size, then you'll be happy. I'm telling you right now, you'll find something else that you hate. Whereas if you can right now feel good in the body that you've got, right now, look in the mirror and be content with what you've got. You don't have to be happy, but you can be content. And then every single day, you make a conscious effort to try and improve that relationship with yourself. Because here's the thing, when have you actually genuinely tried to build that relationship back with yourself? I can guarantee that you haven't really tried. Where your attention goes, your energy flows, and you've not put any attention into building that relationship back with yourself. So is it any wonder why you potentially have a bad body image when you've not actually tried to work on it? Oh yeah, but I tried to say nice things about myself once and I felt really uncomfortable. So you just stopped. Okay, so when you started to learn to walk, did you take one step, fall over and then quit? No, of course you didn't. Look at anything you do in life, anything you do, your job. You didn't start day one on your job and know what you know now. It's not how life works. So it's going to be really, really uncomfortable, especially if you've had a bod bad body image for years. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you've got to give it your attention. You've got to make it something that's really important for you. And when you catch yourself being negative about yourself and your body, apologize. Apologize to yourself and show yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace and then say one positive thing. So when you get out of the shower, if you look in the mirror and like, oh my God, those love handles, I'm so disgusting. Oh, those stretch marks, oh, they're vile. Catch yourself, apologize. Apologize yourself. I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said that about myself. That's not kind at all. These stretch marks came from actually my body growing and growing a child within me. Wow, what an amazing thing my body did. Thank you so much, body, for actually creating this lovely, healthy child of mine. Thank you very much. I'm so appreciative. See the difference? You're catching the negative and replacing it with the positive. That's how it's got to work. And then show greatly, daily gratitude for yourself and what you achieve. Start to build that relationship back with yourself. At the end of every single day, here are five things I'm grateful for for the day. And show gratitude for yourself and what you've actually achieved. Don't just put it on external things and situations. Do it on things that you've actually achieved and done. Start to show yourself appreciation for how well you've done. And then work on the belief systems that you've got and the broken thought patterns. We spoke about this a lot. I'll link it into the, the, the bio here, like broken thought patterns. Because this is the most important thing. You've got broken thought patterns. That's the problem. You catch yourself saying something negative and you fixate on it and then you start to bully yourself. And that's what we need to fix. That's what we need to change. Now, before I finish this off, if you've taken any value from today's episode, don't forget to like and share it with a friend. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to click subscribe and the thumbs up. And again, if you're on Spotify, don't forget to give us a follow and a review. And also on Apple Podcasts as well, do the same thing. So final things I want to leave you with. I've said this on multiple times on the podcast. Number one, you aren't broken and you don't need fixing. You aren't broken and you don't need fixing. You need to find yourself, forgive yourself and love yourself.
and understand that no one is perfect. Not a single person walking this planet is perfect. It does not exist. So embrace the fact that you have flaws and love the things that make you unique. Love the things that make you unique. You were born an original. Don't die a copy. I absolutely love you guys. See you guys next week. Take it easy.